You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. All right. Okay, now we're talking. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. We have some alarming trends coming down the pike. Uh, for instance, with uh, in terms of having our children, and a lot of women now are choosing to do uh, cesarean by choice. Of course, you would expect Keith and I on a show called Mastering Ourselves, where we're all about becoming natural, to be more in favor of natural childbirth. And... Um, so we, we have a guest on tonight who's written a book called DIY Baby, Do-It-Yourself Baby. And she is a, um, a physician, and she helps separate facts from fiction, distills complicated medical information, and presents women with straightforward answers to their most pressing concerns from navigating hormonal changes to minimizing complications during the labor and delivery. This one-of-a-kind handbook helps women navigate the ups and downs of pregnancy with confidence and a sense of empowerment. Pregnancy is a stressful time, normal but stressful. And the more you know about the process, the more relaxed and empowered you will be to make informed choices. So this book helps in the overall, uh, whole overall process of labor and delivery and also helps you to understand the importance of natural from many, many angles, from natural childbirth and many other aspects of how to be natural. Would you welcome to our show, please, Dr. Shelley S. Binkley. MD, author of DIY Baby or Do-It-Yourself Baby. Hi, how you doing? Very well, thanks. How are you? We're good. You know, it seems like there's a, a fad, an unnatural fad getting out of hand, but Angelina did it, Madonna did it. Oh, well, there you have it. Count Gwyneth Paltrow did yeah, you it. you can't even say her name. Kate Hudson did it. <laughs> Britney Spears did it. And I imagine you know what it is, don't you, Dr. Binkley? Oh, yeah. Home birth. Oh, no, he was talking about cesarean. Is this oh, the cesareans, yeah. There's, um, uh, Ricky Lake recently made a big splash with her book on home birth. So a lot of more women are going in the direction of home births? Well, there's a split. There's, um... There's a segment of the population that seems to be going towards the more home birth segment, and then there's another segment which seems to be a larger section of the population that's going more towards the cesarean route. So what do you think about the cesarean route? Um, you know, it has its place in the armamentarium of, of medical treatment, but the fact that people are now able to um, opt to choose it instead of, uh, going through vaginal labor 
is becoming a somewhat alarming trend because it's pushing the C-section rate over 30% in this country. So the vaginal birth is actually better for the babies. I think you were saying something about uh, during that process, uh, the lungs get cleared out better naturally and other things? Yeah, the, the baby's lungs get cleared out of fluid, and so babies who are born vaginally have um, less chances of needing oxygen after birth, whereas babies who are born by C-section have a higher risk of needing oxygen after birth. So, so are we talking like there's 30% C-sections in the United States? Yeah, it's it's actually probably going to be over that this year by the end of this year. And uh, what are some other countries, Europe and other countries? Where are they at? Well, in uh, Brazil and other places in South America, the um, patient choice cesarean has been available for about 15 years now, and the C-section rate there is 70%. Um, whereas in, in certain countries in Europe, for example, in um, Ireland, where they do active management of labor, the C-section rate is down around 6 to 10%, depending on the region of the country. Yeah. So are there any studies showing uh, long-term effects of cesarean versus vaginal uh, for children? Um, as far as for children, there's no study showing any long-term harm of C-section for babies, it's more from maternal health. Um, people who have delivered by C-section have a higher risk in future pregnancies of having placental problems where the placenta grows into the muscle of the uterus, which can then cause severe bleeding and, and other issues. So it's the risk for the, on, on the maternal side is, is higher long-term. You know, I, I can believe Ireland's uh, doing this more natural, and they're just down to 6 or 7%, like you said, because, boy, in studying Ireland, these days they're doing so many right calls about so many things and issues. You know, they're sort of leading the way in a lot of areas, and, and I'm pretty proud of what they're doing there. Our guest today is Shelley Binkley, MD, author of Do-It-Yourself Baby, Your Essential Pregnancy Handbook. So I guess some of the reasons uh, for having C-section is to avoid pain for the, for the pregnant woman, avoid pain, the fear of that, avoid complications, uh, bypass labor altogether. I, I hear uh, quite a few times uh, women are doing this uh, for the convenience of scheduling, like next weekend we got that going, so let's just move it up this weekend. To me, that that sounds very unnatural and very selfish and you know I think the baby has a timing that it's supposed to come out naturally that day and naturally through through the vagina as a natural thing if at all possible yeah the the um, part of what triggers labor is maturity signals that are uh, put out by the baby's adrenal glands and some of the brain hormones that the baby makes so, you know, a big part of what goes into stimulating labor has to do with fetal maturation. Exactly. And I think a lot of women have been sort of scared by the whole pregnancy process because yeah. of the, you know, just sort of the growing trend in, in malpractice suits and all that type of thing that's been going on over the past 30 years, where now pregnancy and, and labor and delivery are seen as this high-risk, you know, very difficult thing when in fact women have been delivering babies for you know thousands of years yeah, that's yeah. right so that's, 
So, you know, um, I believe part of this on the pregnant women's side is that we're simply getting more and more and more out of touch with nature, our, our bodies, ourselves, our emotions, our spirits, and therefore pregnancy. And pregnancy is like an extreme expression of nature. It's not just a, a mellow, no problems thing. So I think there's, I think there's fear of that. Yeah, I think people are afraid of, you know, that during pregnancy they're going to be out of control and they're going to go through this process called labor that they don't understand and they don't have control over. So what I tried to do with my book was demystify the whole process of pregnancy and birth and present it to people in such a way that they would feel more ownership of it and, you know, less intimidated by it. Right. Yes. Now, you also said there's another group that's more drawn towards home births. So are those numbers on the rise? Um, home birth has remained pretty constant at about twenty-five to 30,000 deliveries a year over the past 20 to 30 years. It's getting a little bit more attention, higher profile, probably as a reaction to the medicalization of pregnancy. Um, I mentioned the, the whole Ricky Lake thing Um but there are other people, there are lots of other people that do home births. She's probably just one of the more famous ones. So I, I understand if done right, home births has about the same success rate without uh, severe complications as do hospital births. Yeah, it's, it's all in, um, how you pick your, you know, your, your candidate or if you're self-selecting, you know, it, it depends on a, a realistic assessment of your risk factors. And I go over in the book what, you know, what are, what makes a person a good candidate for home birth, um, you know, should they choose to attempt that. And then in studies where they've looked at home birth on a large scale with skilled birth attendants in the presence of the delivering woman, they've shown that the uh, C-section rate is much lower in people who have home birth and the fetal or the neonatal mortality rate is no different. So, uh, yeah. but that's under, you know, specific circumstances where the people are attended by a skilled birth attendant and they're within 20 minutes of a hospital. Right. And they have low risk. Well, we have your list here. Uh, Charmy, why don't you read Yeah, that? the ideal candidate for home birth is healthy, fit, and of normal uh, weight with a normal baby size, has no underlying illnesses like diabetes or high blood pressure, has had previous normal births, can get to the hospital in less than 20 minutes, is attended by a trained birth attendant, preferably a certified nurse, midwife, or physician, can recognize if the baby or mom is in jeopardy and won't panic in an emergency, has a well-rehearsed emergency plan, is willing to abandon the home birth early on in the event of an emergency. Yeah, not attached to it. That's a nice list there for the assistant, right? Yeah, it's, it's really for people who are considering home birth and people who are considering assisting at home birth, whether mm-hmm. it be the, you know, the spouse or the birth attendant or doula. So. Right. So, would you say that your book can get a person pretty, uh, pretty much in the ball game to consider doing their own birth and sort of have an idea of what to expect? Yeah, it's it's a it's really intended for. For anyone who's pregnant, um, not just people who are considering home birth, but even people who who opt to deliver in the hospital, it, 
you know, what I want to do is demystify the process so that they're, you know, they have some ownership of it and they don't feel like they have to be talked into C-sections or, you know, other interventions that they don't need um, just because they don't understand what's going on. You know, I, I suspect that there is a hidden agenda that's fueling this up, and I think it's by the medical uh, organization, doctors and hospitals. Um, what's the what's the cost in just a normal going to the hospital and having a child there, uh, regular, natural versus C-section? Um, it depends on your region of the country, sure. but a, a normal vaginal birth runs between six and twelve thousand dollars, whereas a C-section can run, you know, fifteen to forty thousand, depending on the region of the country that you live in. So it's it can be four to five times the cost. So there, of a normal. there is real motivation by the doctors and hospitals to do C-sections. Well, there's there is a little bit of a financial incentive. A, a while back, when there was a big movement towards vaginal birth after C-section, there was a um, trend among insurance companies to reimburse vaginal births and cesareans identically. Um, but that trend, unfortunately, has kind of fallen to the wayside, and vaginal births are reimbursed at a much lower rate than a cesarean. Uh, sometimes the rate is 20% of what a cesarean is reimbursed at. So... There are some, you know, I'm concerned that there are some underlying hidden incentives there for people, maybe not even consciously, to be doing more C-sections, but, um, but, you know, perhaps subconsciously. In the the crooked, dark world, uh, greed is a great incentive. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, ruins a lot of things. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any, necessarily any malice or any intended greed, but it's, it's, convenience it's like oh well you know it's six o'clock at night and i want to go home and this this lady's not progressing fast enough so i'm going to offer her a c-section yep. take the easy way out take the easy way out it's, it's the mcdonald's society solution. yep you're right okay you're listening to mastering ourselves with keith and Charme amber your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time our guest today dr shelley s binkley author of do-it-yourself baby we'll have more after the break stay with us ever wonder what a spiritual path is maybe you're on one right now take mastering ourselves host keith and Charme amber's free quiz find it if you're on a spiritual path find out at www.masteringourselves.com you'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path Keith and Charme Amber specialize in delivering unique, usable, and easy-to-understand, life-transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace. Check out Mastering Ourselves. Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today. <laughs> 